0: legal investment or tax professional
1: this episode is brought to you guys by tickets for less uh we love tickets for less they hooked us up with the big 12 tournament all weekend long uh, really appreciate them they got no fees at checkout so what you see is what you pay they hooked us up all year with tickets the ku signed ball that we're giving away soon um and you know we're really really happy to be working with them so make sure you go check them out for all your NCAA tournament tickets regionals in kansas city this year go buy from them Uh, make sure you do that so they'll give you some good deals and uh, make sure to use promo code ain't no seats get you a discount at checkout and save some save a little bit of money Uh, make sure you go support the hawks when they come to kansas city hopefully next weekend and uh, when you do that make sure you use tickets for less so shout out to them now on to the show
0: Driving almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. got it for 10 seconds. Unbelievable. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Alright,
2: what's good? Welcome back. Episode 13. Ain't No Seeds Podcast. It is March. We've got a big episode for you. Selection Sunday. What a day it was. B-turn, A-B. We are two wins away from heading to Kansas City in the Midwest region.
3: What's good? That's right, man. I mean, we talked about being in the Midwest before the year started. I remember like, on one of our first few podcasts, we talked about, because we were still hot then, We'd won a bunch of games against a lot of tournament teams and we talked about being a one or two and we'd be in the Midwest. So today was the best possible outcome. Think last night if we win we're a three. So maybe it would have been a whole different situation. We probably would have been the last three seed, last team to get a three, and we would have probably been in a whole different region.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I think it's something we even talked about. We were like, Would you guys rather be a three seed um in the West or the South or a four seed in the Midwest? And I think we had all said like, give us the Midwest. It gives us a shot. You get there. You can play anybody with that KU fan base behind you, especially with how these guys have played in front of the home crowd. You got to think we're lucky to be where we're at, and it all comes down to just who we played. I mean, this is in the scenario, like you said, we were expecting to be here at the beginning of the year as a one seed. We didn't expect to be the four, but, man, it felt good. When that popped up on the screen, I was pumped. But the thing is, we still got to win two games in Salt Lake City against – from what we're gathering based on our research – not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. Don't
1: make it sound, sound too easy. Just two wins and you're there. Like, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, even when we have home games and we're like a two-seed. I mean, what, four years ago we lost back-to-back years as we as a two-seed in the first weekend? Stanford and Wichita State? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's tough to win in the tournament. So, yeah, when you say it that way, just two wins before we get to KC, sure. But, I mean, we'll see. This team Eight. has
3: a bad shooting night and the season's probably going to be over. That's what happens in March. It's the craziest tournament. Yeah. But yeah, you beat North, you take care of Northeastern, a 13 seed in the first round, and then you probably play a senior led or upperclassman, a team that's full of upperclassmen in Auburn. A team that just chucks
2: and a team that absolutely pretty much dominated Tennessee, who's one of the top, I would say, top six teams in the country. Um, So Auburn's terrifying. AB's scared of Northeastern. We'll get into Northeastern in a little bit, but I just kind of wanted to kick this off talking. Midwest region, because who knows? If we don't get there, then we won't ever really get to talk about the potential, how fun this could be. But let's just break it down. We have a potential Sweet 16 of KU North Carolina. Roy, Roy is back. Uh, Iowa State, Kentucky. So as we saw this week in the Big 12 tournament, Iowa State is might have the best fan base there. Um and then Kentucky they travel incredibly well. We're going to travel not much. We don't have to travel far. We'll be there. North Carolina, the one seed will probably be like the least represented crowd yeah. by far unless maybe Houston ends up beating Iowa State or something like that. So it could be potentially crazy. Power and Light's got to be just oh seeing God. dollar signs. It's going to be so much fun. They're I hope that's what their happens right now. Yes. The bar
1: owners they, I oh mean they're going to make so much money. They're just hoping that Essentially, the favorites win over the next four days. Yeah, because for if that happens, I mean, it's that's
3: over. They're gonna get rich for a crowd and like money, like those situations. You want they probably want Iowa State, but also with Houston, they're I want to watch them. I'd want to watch them in Kentucky. I feel like that would be a super fun matchup, too. Yeah, so if Iowa State comes, they're gonna fill it up, they'll spend money and buy tickets and boo every call. But <laughs> you also want to see, I like Houston, I like watching them play.
2: Yeah. They're good. Kelvin Sampson's a stud, and I think everyone's kind of being quick to pick Iowa State to the Sweet Sixteen, just because Houston still kind of has that mid-major feel to them. No one really buys in, but they freaking won like thirty-one games this year, thirty games. Like Iowa State, outside of a three-game stretch they just had in the Big Twelve tournament, has been real. Like they they haven't been playing really well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, Like we said. Money signs. We've said the whole year, like, we've held out hope for the Midwest because yeah. the NCAA, it's, they're not even hiding it at this point, dude. They they set things up solely based on money and matchups and ratings. Like, North Carolina and Kentucky have potential to play in the Elite Eight for the second time in three years. Like, that is just such, so clearly a money grab. Um, but I love it. We benefited yeah. from it. We said we got screwed over going to San Jose uh, back in 07. So,
3: CLA, yeah.
2: I think we finally got our, uh, you know, got NCAA repaid a us. Yeah, got our revenge.
3: Um, I remember talking last week, all three of us saying, what if, or three or four, and somehow they give us Kansas City. I mean, we talked about Tech, K State, and us all being forced, so maybe they don't put K State in the Midwest. Maybe they don't put Texas Tech in the Midwest, and somehow we just get thrown in there. Because, I mean, those are three local teams. Like, yeah. Tech could have played in. Maybe Tulsa, or where would they have played in the first round? Well, they Tech is in Tulsa. Is the in Tulsa. Yeah.
2: They just got to play out west. Um, Which is where? San Jose this year? Is that e- where the— it seems, oh, No, no San Jose's a, a first-round game. I don't know where it is out west, but either way. I mean, you're right, though. Like, K-State could have easily got this four seed in the Midwest, too. But it really came down to our strength of schedule, I think, saved our ass. We played so mm-hmm. many people— early on, in K-State really didn't. Their best, I think AB tweeted earlier, their best non-con win was Missouri, team that didn't even come close to making the tournament. So
3: Stinky. And teams know that they had to have a tough non-con. The NCAA kind of made that a point before the year, last year, whatever. Right. But you got to have a tough non-con schedule or you're not going to get rewarded. We were the number one four seed yeah. with two teams behind us that won the conference that we're in. Yeah. I
1: mean, you look at Ken Palm, and you guys know how much I love Ken Palm, but our non-conference schedule is number one in the country, and K-State is 133rd. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like you got to, you have to schedule teams, and I don't want to hear the mid-major bullshit. Like, it's different when Belmont goes to try and play like Duke. Duke doesn't want to take that game, so there's a chance they lose. They don't have anything to gain. K-State can probably schedule 90% of teams in the country. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, They're I hear a Big 12 team. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't have to really talk a ton about K State, um, but it is don't. funny. They are pretty triggered yeah. about the fact that we got the Midwest. Mizzou
1: fans are too.
2: Yeah, well, I, Mizzou? What, Mizzou they're, they're I, how does Mizzou that, have anything to do with any of this? You're well, not in the tournament. Just they sit, on on, they sit on you. Sit on U, the couch so and watch. It's
1: like oh, KU, of course, gets another break. They get to play at Kansas City if they win two games, and they're going to go to the Final Four and their worst team in the Bill Saffer era.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost like beating a ton of Quadrant One win teams. kind of helps you sometimes, a little bit, maybe. The NCAA might look at those types of things and not. I mean, it is funny. I, I like to make fun of K-State and Missouri fans for being mad, but this also what, like, NCAA, yeah, they wanted money, but it makes understand? sense.
1: That's how everything works. So. Who doesn't
2: like money? Yeah.
1: That's so, how it all is. I mean, like the Wichita State year, they were not a seven seed. They were a top ten team in Ken Palm all year. They were ranked in the top twenty five all year. Selection show comes around, they're a seven.
2: Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Not only do we get screwed in that, but they get screwed because they have to play a two seed. Yep. It's all about money. Louisville, yep. Kentucky played in the second round a couple of years ago. Think about like, that.
3: That's we have three of the winning, the three, the top three winningest programs in college basketball in the same region, and yeah. they might all be playing in Kansas City. UNC is <laughs> the perfect one seed for us. Like, for the bracket for KC to make money and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Because you got, not playing-wise, yeah, but, okay, like, for money-wise. Because you have a Sweet 16 matchup against a guy that used to coach at KU. And we, he hasn't lost to us. I'm interested to see yeah, how. He does. hasn't beat us. He ha- yeah, he hasn't He's beat us. He's lost
1: to us a lot. <laughs> <So> I think <laughs> yeah. we're 3-0 against him since he lost.
3: Yeah, yeah, and we beat him, what, three times? Yeah, three times in the tournament. oh 8
1: 2012, and 2013, I believe.
3: Yeah,
2: well, so
1: we've so, now beat him in the Final
2: Four. The Elite eight, second round, Sweet well. Time to add the Sweet 16 yeah, we'll, to it next year. Maybe they're a maybe we're a an eight nine game team. and we beat them in the first <laughs> round, and then in two years we win them in the beat them in the national title game. So I'm
3: interested to see how they travel just because last time they came here, they were an eight or they were either an eight or nine. Everyone yeah, was yeah. so nervous to play them in the second round, but when you're an eight or nine, you're probably not gonna buy tickets and drive all the way to Kansas yeah, City from North Carolina from Chapel Hill or wherever they are. So I'm interested to see how they come because. Kentucky fans are going to come. Yep. If Iowa State, it depends who all makes it, but if the teams we're talking about, obviously we look forward in March. So if those four teams that everyone wants there, maybe they'll try to show out and outdo the other crowds. Yeah, if, And they're it, the they're a one seed, so they have a chance to win it all.
2: It's it's definitely going to be crazy. I, I still think UNC, no matter how badly they want to be there, if it's KU-Kentucky, I think, and with, even without Iowa State, I think UNC comes in third when it comes to travel because Kentucky travel's... Amazingly,
1: and Plus, so Kentucky's just closer than North Carolina is. Yeah. It's probably like half the drive that Carolina would be. Those
3: are going to yeah. be the loudest sporting events ever played at Sprint Center. I know,
2: just
1: I've got to be Arrowhead, there. Put a roof on there and just, I mean, they could probably <laughs> build Arrowhead up with these four teams, dude, dude. They could. That's
3: insane to think about. 18,000 at uh, sprint or 19, something like that.
1: Yeah, it's 16 to 19, something like that. But I mean, those tickets are going to be. They're already, I, I saw the cheapest
2: people one. People are going because
3: other people are going too. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like people are going to want to be there. Like KU Oregon was crazy loud, I'm sure you were yeah. there, right? No, I didn't go to that no, game. I went I to heard Purdue. It was crazy loud, but this is two games. Yeah. Three of the biggest programs ever, and if Iowa State's there, they Dude. are in love with the Sprint Center. Hilton can you imagine South,
2: baby. can you imagine being like a random Kentucky fan and you know, not really c- following the fact that Iowa State fans travel incredibly well. You buy, you buy your tickets to Kansas City, you show up for the Iowa State Kentucky game, and all of a sudden you're in a road environment in yes. Kansas City. Not even you're not even in Iowa. Like they are going to be stunned if that happens but
3: it's so funny too like there's kentucky fans have no idea yeah, I know. They're about what? Sh- they'll they'll about what? they
1: be excited when Iowa State beats Houston in the second round. <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck exactly. yeah, upset. Let's go. And then they'll roll into like the 6 p.m. game at Sprint Center. It's going to be 100% red in there. And this just gonna an absolute
3: be going road nuts. game. Unless they got – I'm sure they got fans in Kansas but that know about it, but no one's going to know that Iowa State fills up the Sprint Center more than KU does in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, it's,
2: it's going to be your basic college ba- – your, 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 your known college basketball fans that know everything. They're going to know about Iowa State, Kentucky fan-wise –
1: but majority of Kentucky fans are going to have no idea what to expect.
3: They're buying tickets now. Yeah. I bet Iowa State fans are.
1: They're yeah. only going to go up. If it's actually those four teams, I bet a get-in might be $500.
2: I know. Now. I'm terrified of that. That sucks. That's why I might buy tonight, honestly. Right. But,
3: yeah, because imagine if it's like UNC-Auburn and then... Yeah. Houston-Kentucky. like Yeah. It's Kentucky will be different. the
1: leader in right.
2: the clubhouse. Still there. four
3: it's, great teams. It's still but
1: fun, but it takes away the KU and Iowa State fan bases. The two biggest. Right.
3: Like, they're local. Right, it'll Iowa be State. probably
1: run by Kentucky, and P&L will be unbearable for that weekend. But <laughs> Would yeah. not
3: be shocked if Iowa State fans are still in KC, riding yeah. the bull at PBR, and looking for tickets out front of Sprint Center Yeah, for the Midwest Regional.
2: Yeah, I mean... I, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, obviously, but we had to talk about it because that's that's the story of Selection Sunday. Everyone's talking about it. My first thought was like, how annoyed does Roy Williams have to be? This dude cannot dodge us. He loves us. He throws a sticker on in the Final Four a few years ago. Like He doesn't like playing us, and it's clearly been in his head before. I would think if the our little winning streak against him is going to end, this would be the year it does. But who knows, man? Now he's basically playing us in a road environment, so
3: I hope we get there. But yeah, it'd be the second time he's played us at the Sprint Center in the tournament. I know the NCAA man. There's some savages. Did
1: Carolina get the worst draw in the tournament? Like I think when you think about like atmosphere wise, not even talent, because I mean, if you play KU in North Carolina and like Louisville, yeah, Carolina might twenty ball us. Yeah, it's but like, so crazy. just thinking about, okay, well, we're going to get to the Sweet 16. We're a one seed. Like, we went off at the end of the year, finally get a one. Oh, now we have to play a road game at KU, or against <laughs> yeah. KU. And then, oh, we, okay, we beat KU and probably a game that's going to be like Carolina minus two or something. Then you're like, oh, all right, we're in the Elite Eight. Oh, now we got to play Kentucky or a road game against Iowa State. Like, that's a brutal draw for a one seed. Can yeah, you
3: imagine the fights at a KU-Iowa State Elite Eight game? Dude. And like the crowds just trying to outdo each other. Bro, it would I want it so bad. Just thinking like I
1: don't want it so bad. I don't that wanna... means we're in the Elite Eight AV. I know, but imagine losing to Iowa State in the Elite Eight. Oh, you want
2: Kentucky oh, I in cr- the Elite Yeah, eight?
3: I definitely don't want to play Kentucky. But I'd rather lose to Iowa State. It's in the weird Elite how eight good Kentucky. Weird how good Iowa State plays at the sprint center.
2: They're not gonna make it there. You heard it here. Houston's good. Can we, we stop? like Everyone is pretending like Houston's, Houston's not good. Houston's good. They Houston's lost three good. games this yeah. I know. I think Houston's going to beat Iowa State. It's fun to talk about, but like well, I don't think Iowa State's the getting there. The same
1: thing happened two years ago when it was in Kansas City last. Yes. We were the one seed. We're like, amped. we got Kansas City, and the five seed pops up. It's Iowa State. Yeah. Same exact reaction. They're like, tickets are going to go for like $400. P&L's like foaming at the mouth. Mm-hmm. They're going to make so much money. And then Purdue just handles Iowa State. Also, mm-hmm.
3: Houston's pretty close to Tulsa, too, so they might have a decent crowd. They actually have a chance to make a run this year. Mm-hmm. They have, it's not like they have a bad team, but here's, this is the way I look at it. We win two games on a neutral floor. The team starts getting insane confidence, and then we come back to KC, and it's a home game against one of the best teams in the country.
1: Nothing to lose, too. You're going to be an underdog, so you just yeah. go in there, relax,
3: play basketball, have fun. And if you don't think the crowd's going to be a little more insane playing against Roy, then you're wrong.
2: Exactly. That was my first thought about seeing us in Midwest, is the Roy-Midwest-Sprint Center-KC-KU combo. That enhances the home court even more. Like, that turns it into just, like, a rabid, almost like we've talked about. I don't think anyone's angry at Roy, but it's still just, it still is going to have that angry Allen Fieldhouse vibe. Or, like, everyone's on a different level for that game, so... You're right. If it was Gonzaga in Kansas City or something, it'd be a little different feel. But dude, that would be especially just with Kentucky and potentially Iowa State being there too. Like it's gonna bring out everybody's best a game when it comes to being a fan. And I want it so bad.
3: I just I know Kentucky fans will travel too. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be so rowdy in there from all four fan bases. I like went to a,
3: I went to Des Moines when we played UConn in the second round when Kentucky lost to Indiana. And yeah, they had fans everywhere, and they yeah. I don't know what seed they were that year. They weren't like crazy high. They were a
2: four. Indiana was a five. I was there too, and like Indi- Indi- that was fun regional because yeah. Indiana traveled pretty well too.
3: Those are four blue bloods right there too. Yeah, Indiana, KU, Yukon. Yeah, it Kentucky. was.
2: That was fun. I saw we saw Kentucky lose that day, and but yeah, you're right. I mean, Kentucky travels incredibly well.
3: The whole crowd was Indiana fans. Yep. Obviously, that. besides Kentucky, so that stuff could happen at Sprint Center too. I don't know who would be fans of who, but. I bet they'd cheer for Iowa State against Kentucky, and then they already have Iowa State.
2: And th- I was actually going to say that when you talk about other fan bases cheering for other fan bases, if we're playing North Carolina, we're going to have the crowd, and I honestly think Kentucky crowd will cheer for us over North Carolina. I think so too, I'm trying to think so, hate North who, Carolina.
3: Tr- yeah, that's true. And we're just worse than them. I'm trying to yeah. think of who Iowa State fans would cheer for. They would cheer
2: against
1: us, no doubt.
3: So they would have them. Yeah, you can see what have them. So but... it just—it's gonna
1: well, be a battle royale is, of fan bases. The thing is <laughs> with that is like if Iowa State roots against us and if they, if they, they Iowa State plays Carolina in the Elite Eight, they're gonna have ninety percent of the fans, right? Yeah. If they play KU, it's like 60-40 probably 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they'd root for Carolina. I mean, Carolina is much better than us, but it's like an actual home game if it's Iowa State Carolina.
3: Yeah, where it's like
1: it... an actual neutral, if a really rowdy neutral if it's KU Iowa State. <laughs> I know it. I don't, we're getting so ahead
2: yeah. of ourselves. Folks, well, so, I'm
3: sorry we keep talking about this, but Selection Sunday's like the best day ever. You get mm-hmm. it just, right now we're looking at brackets, we're looking at potential first round matchups, potential Elite Eight, like it's the best day ever. I know. Just you get to look forward and then everything you want doesn't end up happening, but that's the point. Selection Sunday just gets you hype and then now there's like three days, four days before the tournament starts, so I literally could sit here and talk about the tournament for maybe eight hours.
2: Yeah. I cannot wait for Thursday and Friday where we just sit in AB's living room and just do nothing but watch. And for myself, I don't know about you guys, gamble on everything. Lose tons of money. We'll see. Hopefully not lose.
3: Mom, I'm not gambling. Yeah,
2: B-Turn's a good boy. Um, Let's move on, though. We've covered the Midwest region that may or may not ever even happen, but we figured we might as well talk about it. Before it potentially blows up in our face, can you imagine if it's just like one of the four teams that <laughs> yeah. we're talking about?
1: It's like Auburn and the eight, so you don't no, know it's who the eight nine is.
2: But. Utah State versus New Mexico State, and then like Houston versus Wofford. Big
1: seven.
2: <laughs> P&L will be P&L absolutely would just crushed.
1: They shut every bar down and just move to like the west something. Iowa
2: State would still be there. They'll still
3: be just going crazy, like B Turn referenced earlier, but. Seth Davis thinks New Mexico State's going to be playing in the sprint center. Seth
1: Davis thinks every 12 seed's going to win. Seth Davis has four
3: 12 of... seeds in the final four this <laughs> I was about year. To say that. <laughs> but okay,
1: let's move on though cuz folks,
2: we've got a 13 seed that our guy AB seems to be pretty worried about. AB when the bracket popped up, um made the claim that we're going to lose by 1000. Um well, when they North... showed
3: when they showed us on the screen, he literally said not Northeastern. Just not Northeastern. He <laughs> yeah. did, He wanted other teams to play them. An
1: actual quote, I said I'd rather play Duke than Northeastern. <laughs> I don't think I mean that, but they're good. I'm a little worried. The way they play is like a good matchup against us. So. Yeah,
2: so let's just get into it a little bit. Northeastern, what's their mascot? Anyone know? Should be. I can <laughs> no look idea. it up on the old <laughs> cell the phone. Freaking, they seem like a bird. You want to pr- guess? I'm pretty sure. That, yeah, let's all guess what the Northeastern. I'm going to say, oh, what's a bird? I don't even know. Northeastern Hawks. I'm gonna say the Hawks.
1: I'm gonna say the Governors. Wow, what a pit! Hey, I mean, hey before you cheat, before you cheat and look, B turn, give their, us your their guess. Their logo is an N, so like, I don't the know. The
2: nasty Hawks, Northeastern nasty, nasty, nasty Hawks. Hawks. That's my guess. B turn, quit cheating and guess. He's what? just reading his phone, folks. Just cheating his face off. You saw it, even didn't you? Know.
3: I can't even guess anything. Okay, well then tell us. Well, it says the mascot's (laughs) name is Paws.
1: No, okay, so it's like a cat.
3: Mm. So are they Huskies, maybe? This is the worst podcast segment of all.
2: Huskies sounds right now that you say it. Northeastern Huskies. I found that in five seconds, B-Turn. Good job. Um, Well, it says in
3: 2015, Northeastern to retire Huskies nickname.
1: Are they the Northeastern Paws? I hope not.
3: I have no clue
1: what's like going on. Clues. Either Blue's way, I don't
2: care. Keep us updated if you find it. Here's the thing about Northeastern. Here is right out of the gates what terrifies you. They have four guards, a lot of white guards, and they shoot a ton of three-pointers, and they yes make a lot of three-pointers.
3: 22nd most three-point attempts in the country this year, and they're 14th in percentage. So it's not like they're not taking threes and just making some. Like they're shooting a shit ton, and they're making them. Yeah. Right. So— Obviously, every tournament team, if they have a bad shooting day, they're done, but that's the only way Northeastern's going to be able to beat us because mm-hmm. they that's... don't have bigs, they don't have guys that rebound, so they they have to hit a shit ton of threes probably to beat us.
1: Right. And that's typically where the upsets will come from with double-digit seeds is when one team just gets insanely hot. Froak will hit 17 threes. Or, yeah. I mean, that's just how it goes, but no, I was looking earlier, and they're like dead last in the country, and like the breakdown when you look at two points, three points, and free throws for where their points come from. They have like the lowest percentage of points coming from two-pointers, but they're like top five in the nation in points coming from three-pointers. Yeah, I mean, three-point defense, that's been a thing with Self since he's gotten here. Forever. Is It's not very good. Mm-hmm. And our first two matchups, if the favorites win, beating Northeastern and then Auburn, those are teams that <laughs> rely, know. they live and die by the three. So that's what makes me worried is, I mean, we don't have to get into it now, it's probably going to be something later, but two teams that are going to shoot the fuck out of the ball. Yeah. I mean that that scares the hell out of me.
2: Yeah, I've been agree. talking
3: about how good we got to be defensively and how this team could be good defensively. Our guards have to be out on the perimeter and I mean, it's not the worst thing to give up dribble, penetr- dribble penetration. You know they're going to chuck threes, so just get out there and contest. And we have athletic bigs that could get out there too. Like maybe they get switched off or they come from the paint or someone gives up a wide-open three we just that we have to contest. And you definitely can't give a good shooting team second chances, so we got to board.
2: Mm-hmm. I think we will dominate rebounding for sure. Um, the thing that scares me, and A.B., you kind of talked about it, like if they come out and they hit, If they come out and hit five or six to start the game and they jump out to a 15 to four lead and self burns three timeouts right away, like how are these dudes going to respond to just a massive punch to the face? And I think the second half against Iowa State, while the score doesn't show it, Bill talked about it in post game. Like we fought in that second half, we made. If Iowa State doesn't play unreal good the second half, we probably come back and have that to a one or two possession game with like three minutes left. But they just answered every one of our calls. So like, But we did fight, which was nice to see because I do, playing teams that shoot the shit out of the ball from three, when you see them early and if they come out hot, are you going to be able to respond to a team that just went up? 12 points on you in the first 10 minutes of the game. That's my fear with a young yeah. team, and that's where upsets always start. Like right, Buffalo exactly. last year with Arizona. Arizona just got down early and never came back. That's, and, like, you go ahead, go ahead.
3: That's why I'm kind of uh, confident with this team because I feel like every game we lose this year, we get buried in the first half, we score 20 points, and then they don't necessarily give up, mm-hmm. but they just don't, they don't go on any runs or they don't answer punches. And last night – you tell me at half, we score forty-four points in the second half and we lose the half.
2: Yeah, that's absurd. We lost the
3: half by two. Yeah, they scored forty-six points right. in the second half. Every time we got it to nine, we got. I just wanted single digits with decent amount of time, mm-hmm. and we got it to nine. The place was going crazy, and then they'd hit and ones, they'd hit threes, they called a foul on a three. We just Iowa State was really good yesterday, especially in crunch time. So you can't even be mad about that loss. And even Bill said after the game that. He's as confident as he's been in this team. Yeah, mm-hmm. he
1: said he was like the most. He was more excited after the Iowa State game than he was going into it. And I mean, he sees things better than we all do. I know we were all talking in our group chat that we were all panicking, we suck, this and that. Bill puts out uh, that <laughs> quote. We immediately feel confident against. So, yeah. Um,
3: Bill has that effect on this fan base. Right. It's just Everyone's the father just thinking. yeah, no question. <laughs> right.
1: But but no, uh, they play small too, which worries me a little bit because that's how Iowa State just. Beat us down last night is because Dave just couldn't play, mm-hmm. and I I hate that it I feel like for years it's always been we have to play to other teams' styles instead of the opposite. Yeah. Like with Missouri the yep. last year, I just about to why say I that. couldn't Withy dominate against a six seven big? He I couldn't mean, even stay I mean? on the floor he against Mizzou. Play. So like, but no, I just looked it up. Their tallest guy six ten. Other than that, they play four guards: six one, six one, six five, six five. I don't know how Dave can play. Like That's we're weird. not going to put Diedrich on a six five dude that just sprays from deep. Mm-hmm. So, like, Dedrick's going to have to play like a man, yep. and our guards are going to have to show up and hopefully. Yeah.
2: It's going to be a big Marcus Garrett game, so be ready, ready for a lot, of, a lot of shots and hopefully Two not a 12. lot of missed layups. because Mar- Yeah,
3: Marcus, Oach, Q, and uh, Devon, and then yeah. Diedrich I think Diedrich can handle himself. He's been doing it basically all year. It's mm-hmm. not like Dave and Mitch have been amazing all year. Yeah, and, They've I mean, been Diedrich- solid, and we need them to be solid in this game. Mm.
1: And that's the thing that kind of sucks is Dave's finally starting to put it together. But, like, these first two matchups, like, I don't know how he can, like, stay on the court. Mm -mm. Which sucks because I was gaining confidence in this team because... Dave was turning into the McDonald's All-American, but if he can't play, then we just like we're back to square one. Yeah. So
2: I know. Ideally, we have Dave just somehow find a way to stay on the floor and dominate, and we turn it into a oh god, their four guard, their their small team can't handle our big team. But like you said, like it never seems to go that way. Um, we always seem to be the team that kind of
0: fits plays their mold, their plays style. to their
2: style. I yep. can like the word there, but yeah, I mean it's it's a scary matchup. You never like to see those teams to shoot threes, but. Spin zone, let's look at it positively. Sometimes those teams, the first half jitters of an NCAA tournament game or the first game of an NCAA tournament, you just brick everything. And when you have a team that lives in the, yes, first half unders, we'll be all over them.
3: If they do, they're in trouble, man. Mm -hmm. I think also Dave could dominate. Who knows how he's going to play against smaller guys or guys that can't rebound. Like, I think we can kill him on the offensive glass, too. We miss, we're miss. missing shots, get boards, go up, or get another good look.
1: And that's another thing with Northeastern is they don't get offensive rebounds. No. So we're going to have to just get their first miss every single time. Seems like we'll have a good chance of doing that. Great shooting team, me, too. Right. So, I mean, even if they shoot 35 or 40% from three, the 60% of their misses, they're not going to get 20% of them kick back out for another one and hit. Yeah. will just grab it and go and hopefully push and score on them just as much. So that makes me a little confident is – Hopefully they don't have very many second-chance points, and it's one shot and done every single time down the court. Yeah, yeah. Jay,
2: Jay Billis loves to talk about an offensive rebound leading to a three-pointer being like the best shot in the game, and so let's hope we don't let them do that a lot.
3: Yeah, no disrespect to my fellow white guys, but their guards, <laughs> I mean, our guards are going to out-rebound theirs. You would yep. think Q's been more aggressive on the boards— I think Oach could rebound. We talk about Devon being a good rebounder for a point guard. Mm-hmm. Marcus had fifteen. Yeah. So he's if Dave doesn't play well, I'm not too nervous because Marcus will just be in there.
2: I know. So I and like you said, I, I guess I kind of wanted to touch on that. Like Quinn Grimes, to talk about him a little bit, he hit shots against West Virginia obviously, five five in the first half, but he did things this week that I've been wanting to see out of him that have nothing to do with making outside shots like he finished at the rim in the iowa state game for the first Mm -hmm. time all year yep some of those finger roll finishes he was finally hitting he had his first block since january 12th he um like you said he was rebounding he was going up getting high for rebounds like quentin's playing really well right now i think in most aspects of the game outside of you know hitting shots is just gonna i mean we don't know if he's gonna hit shots you don't know but the good thing is and i think bill self this is why Bill Self has kept with him, is he can affect the games in so many ways, passing, rebounding, blocking shots, running on the fast break. Like I'm excited about the way Q's playing, and if he does have one of those games where he does hit threes, we're going to be looking really good.
1: I think part of it with him, too, is he's finally hitting free throws. Uh, at the end of the Texas game, I think he finished the game 6-for-6. Six six. He was the one that kept getting fouled, yeah. which pissed me off during yeah, the game.
2: He was keeping that ball. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he wasn't giving it to Dodd or anyone, but... But I think with that, he's going to be more aggressive because he knows if, I think in the past, when he was, what, he made one free throw in, like, all of January and February combined. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he was maybe being hesitant to drive because if he gets fouled, he's probably thinking, oh, I'm going to go one for two at best. Mm-hmm. If he gets confidence at the line, he might drive more, be more aggressive, and say, oh, I can make free throws now, get to the line more, and maybe go, like, seven for nine in a game while he's driving. So, like you were saying, it can affect the game literally every way possible.
3: The great thing is you have to respect his outside jumper right now. Right. So if he's finishing, he blows by you. He hasn't been great at attacking the rim, but the he's thing with there. yeah, the thing with the Big 12 tournament is when he's on when he's been on fast breaks all year, he's hesitant to drive the lane. Like, he has a two-on-one. He'll pass it. Yeah. But yesterday— Very much
1: the opposite this weekend.
3: I don't know if it sounds crazy, but he just looked confident mm-hmm. driving to the lane, like, aggressive, going up strong, and just finger-roll. Like, those finger-rolls were tough. I know. It's not like they were wide open.
2: And, and, like, in high school, he was one of those dudes, you know, the the whole Jelly Fam thing where he, mm-hmm. like, all about the finger-roll and stuff like that. He, Andrew Wiggins at KU. Yeah. Like, he— Has missed those all year, and so he, like that and one he had on the break in the first half, like that was the most impressive finish he's had all year. So, A.B. brings up a good point. If he's more confident driving because he's making shots, and if he starts to hit free throws, like that'll be huge, because he's not a 55% free throw shooter. He's just not. not. So, I I think if he gets to the point where he is going to the line more in March, he's going to hit a lot of free throws. So, that's good to have him kind of going on the uptick when it comes to that, as well as his three-point percentage. I think he's at... 36%, 36%, or at least he was. I don't know. He didn't hit anything against Iowa State, so he might have dropped back down. But he's one of our best three-point shooters statistically. So No question. We need him. His yeah.
1: shots are getting closer, too. I remember at the beginning of the year, he wasn't close on anything. He was in, like, the bottom of the rim. But even his misses yesterday, there was one that, like, went inside and, like, hit the like inside part of the rim. Like, yeah. he's getting there. It's just shootings that weird thing that's inconsistent with everyone I feel like unless you're like Kyle Korver but
3: yeah he had two bad shooting nights in the big 12 tournament but it's different now because he is like crazy confident the Mm -hmm. West Virginia game he's shooting threes with 27 seconds left on the shot clock like Mm -hmm. one pass pull up pull no hesitation he hit that shot at the end of the half there was still a decent amount of time left he didn't have to shoot that NBA three yeah yeah. but yeah north um, the northeastern matchups gonna be tough man like if they start hitting threes, we're gonna be so nervous. And if I feel like you need to bury them because if they get to a lead, they got three guys shooting forty percent from three. They got a guard shooting ninety percent from the free throw line. Another guard shooting eighty four percent. Another guard shooting eighty two percent. So late in games, they're probably you not. be behind late. With you're them. not gonna miss yeah. free throws, and they have a big man that's shooting forty six percent from three. Yeah. He shoots like one a game, but still, that's a threat. So you they have got to respect it. Yeah. So just great great shooting team, and they've won 16 of 18 right now. I know yes. they don't play in the best conference in the country, but they also beat Hofstra, a team that people were <laughs> yeah.
1: audibly worried about on this podcast.
3: Last if, night.
2: if Hofstra would have been our first round matchup, maybe you would have
3: said we were losing by a thousand of them, too. Um, but yeah, Hofstra was the team that everyone was nervous about in the tournament. I think I saw a few KU fans say, I don't want to play Hofstra. Dude, the first and round.
2: and uh, this team, um, Northeastern against Hofstra in that title game, they hit 14 threes. 14 of 31. So...
1: I can't wait to be on Twitter during the game and start seeing tweets from KU fans, myself included, probably. Oh, everyone always had shots against KU. Yeah. But that's part of back to my original point is, well, maybe we just start looking at it as we're not a very good three point defensive team instead of always blaming. I mean, just it's, shots. it's yeah. been
2: Bill's thing. Like, Bill, even when it comes to us, like, he's not, he doesn't want to live and die by the three. And I think he's always said, we'll let the opposing team live by the three and hopefully shoot themselves out of games. But
1: we'll need. These two, them and Auburn.
2: Yeah, Auburn, Auburn is so
1: scary, They both can, too. Just
3: contest threes, and you're happy. If they're hitting guarded threes, in-your-face threes, then there's nothing you can do about it. You can't be mad about that. Just be aggressive, go out and guard. Obviously, don't foul on threes, but just get in their face. And If they drive to the lane, they don't have amazing big men, so our big men can pick them up and... Hopefully they don't get kick-out threes, but I just don't see their bigs really dominating. I could eat my words, but their leading rebounder is a guard. He's five, averages six a game. Like Their other two bigs are averaging right around five boards a game. That's nothing amazing nothing. at all.
1: d averages twice as many as that. Yeah,
3: and yeah. Dave's going to out-rebound him, Q. Mitch probably too, so.
2: I Yeah, you're right. I mean, we're going to dominate on the rebounds. I think this is a game where Deidre can dominate, especially coming off a bad game against Iowa State. I think he's going to, i had know. a
1: bad weekend, really. Yeah. I know he put up numbers, but he was, I what was it, on Friday maybe? I know he had like 24 and 10, but yeah. he was like 6 of 16 from the field or something like mm-hmm. that. He
2: definitely did not make shots efficiently, but he, and I mean, who knows, maybe three games in three days is tough for him because he's had to be – We've relied on him so much, so right. hopefully he'll be good to go in this Northeastern game because I think it's a game where he could kind of dominate early for us, kind of get us, you know, we're going to be so nervous. Every freshman in the tournament is, so Diedrich kind of for those first 10 minutes has to be that calming influence. I mean, even last year we got down 12 to 10 early, didn't we? Yeah. Like everyone, Seth Davis going nuts Sharpie. thinking, I Sharpie this, but we, <laughs> we responded – Perfectly well. That was a group of seniors. Now we've got freshmen, and I think Diedrich has to be the guy that comes out the gates just ready to go, getting us buckets, easy buckets early to kind of calm the team, and then from there, hopefully, we blow the doors off off
3: them. But I think it's going to be. I think Devon's going to have a huge game too on both ends because he's got to be great defensively. He's going to guard a great three-point shooter. All of them. All of our guards are going to guard great three-point shooters, but. I think Devon can blow by them, too, yeah. on offense. I think he's going to get to the right. lane, and then you throw lobs, and they don't have much length. Well, yeah. so, really good
1: at catching and throwing down those lobs. Yeah. So but like Dave is in or yeah. even Mitch, like, or even just a dump-off layup, like, it doesn't have
3: to, to be Diedrich's. an
2: alley-oop, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I, so I, I
3: think we can expose them, too. I know all KU fans are going to look at Northeastern, but you also got to look at what KU does.
2: Exactly, and that's one thing I was going to say when we kind of get freaked out about there being three white guys that shoot the ball really well. My fellow white guys, we don't play very good defense, so Devon right. Dotson going up against a little slow white guy that just spots up for three might be big time for us. I don't know enough about their team. I could be totally wrong on that, but I'm hoping that our athleticism is definitely something that helps us, whereas their shooting will help them, but there's other areas on the court that we should dominate
1: them, I would think. right. And then like the one other thing that's made me somewhat confident is their best player is their point guard. He plays all his minutes at point guard now. He's six five. Vasha Vasha Pus- yeah, Pusikis? the Serbian dude. He's yeah. good as fuck. But he plays all his minutes at point guard, and we've seen it before how Dotson can just take someone out of the game, like the K State game with Barry Brown. Yeah, if he can just mark that dude for forty minutes and not like take him out, he's going to get his, but like hold him to like eleven on like three of eleven shooting or something like that. Like that's just a huge advantage to me because that changes their whole style of play. Shutting down their best player. Like if someone shuts down Diedrich for us, we're screwed. It goes like that for anyone. Yeah. So if our best defender in my mind can just shut him down, I like our chances to not even win, but like blow them out.
2: That's a good point. I did not yeah. realize Vasha Hushika played point guard.
3: But even if Devon say he's having he's having his way against Devon, you got Marcus. Marcus Exactly Marcus, Marcus is that highly th-
1: be the matchup because the dude's six five. Mm-hmm. And even though he plays point, the other two guards are like six one. So maybe that's what Bill does. But, I mean, even Grimes, we said, isn't playing really good defense. I thought. I mean, you, Brayden, kind of disagreed yesterday.
3: Uh, I don't know. I just was probably upset just just, because they were scoring every possession. We all do it.
1: But, I mean, there's a bunch of things we can do. But if we can shut down their point guard, then I think we'll be in the clear.
3: That's why Marcus deserved more respect. I know offensively he's kind of challenged, but. Kind of challenged. So,
1: remember when we had an episode dedicated to him being like our second second (laughs) scoring option? Yeah, and we were confident, we were like happy with it, but
3: unreal. But yeah, he can take one of your best players out of the game. I know great players are going to score, but he's going to make it tough on you. So, you just got to give Marcus more credit, and you know what you're going to get on offense. But if he can rebound like that, like if he can get 15 against a small (laughs) Iowa State lineup, why can't he get double digit rebounds against? Northeastern. Why can't everyone just buy in, play defense, play defense, yeah. and get rebounds? Yeah, I mean, out rebound them by twenty or thirty. Yep. Just get every board. On anyone,
2: Thursday. anyone that might be tired of Marcus Garrett or thinks Marcus Garrett gets too many minutes, buckle up, folks, because Marcus Garrett's about to play a ton of minutes these first two games, especially if it's uh, Northeastern and Auburn. Which I, I don't know. New Mexico State might beat Auburn, but. They're going to be a ton of Marcus Garrett time, and he's. I mean, we need him on defense, especially against a team like Auburn or Northeastern that just shoots the ball, and they're going to beat you offensively. So Marcus is going to be there, and let's just hope he brings his A game offensively. Because if you get offense out of Marcus, he's an insanely don't a even great a player to half.
1: Yeah, just don't go two for twelve. Exactly, like go two for go, six. Right, three of five with nine points, hit a couple free throws, hit one jumper, and two layups or something. Yes, and like don't take away 10 possessions. Yesterday he was just trying to penetrate and looking to shoot all yeah, the time. I yeah. would
2: almost argue that every time Marcus Garrett takes his shot outside of just being a pretty open layup, it's a turnover because him shooting three is like – I
1: can't – I know he's hit some, but I can't, like, let him shoot jumpers. Yeah. The ball never gets above the rim. <laughs> his shot's weird, dude. So mad. Even when he goes in, I'm mad. He like, can't yeah. even
3: make free throws either. either. No. But yeah. with him, you got to stay aggressive and go to the rim because you get – I mean, guys collapse, yeah. so you miss a layup against a team that doesn't rebound. Diedrich's going to get a putback. Dave, so that's why I think I feel confident in this matchup, just talking about it. I think Devon, Marcus, hopefully Ochai get to the rim, mm-hmm. and we get second chances or they finish.
2: Yeah, it it'll be it's going to be stressful. I mean, the line is like at 8.5, I think, and we'll obviously get way more into this game when our gambling segment comes. We'll make our pick. I mean— I guess some tidbits I wanted to kind of throw out there on Northeastern. They are twenty three and ten. They won their conference. They won their conference tournament. They went zero and four against Quadrant One teams, which I would think kind of makes you feel good. They haven't really beat anybody super good. They beat Alabama.
1: Smoked Alabama. That's their best win. Yeah, early
2: be. in the year. Um, they're three and three against Quadrant Two teams. So that shows they can beat some pretty decent teams. Um, and then nine and zero against Quadrant Three, and then eleven and three against Quadrant Four. So like. They've done their part against teams they should beat, I would argue. So they're they're definitely going to be tough. They lost to Virginia Tech by 20, lost to Syracuse by 20-plus. So I don't know. It'll be an interesting game. It'll be tough. I think we'll make our picks on it, um, whether or not we think we'll cover, whether or not in A-B's mind, whether or not we win. So we will definitely get to that later. Um, but I don't know. Let's Maybe you guys kind of want to look at potential second-round matchup, Auburn. I'm assuming they win. I tweeted today, I think Auburn's the most fun team to watch in the country when they're on,
3: and now I'm absolutely
2: terrified because that team can flat out shoot it.
3: Don't want to play them, especially a hot team. They have a bunch of older guys, too, and a great coach, crazy-ass coach, by the way.
1: That'll trigger me, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, Yeah. they're hot. I mean, you don't want to see them right now, (laughs) but it would be another confidence builder coming to KC. You beat them. Both teams, obviously, KU Auburn got to take care of business, but... New Mexico right. State would be tough too. Every game in the tournament's tough. Yeah, I don't care who That's it the is. Point
1: of the tournament, it's tough. It's the, I mean, it's not the 64 best teams, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you win your first round game, then you're probably getting 32 of the top 40 teams in the country. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to be upsets, but and we won't touch on it too much because I think we're planning on recording after the game Thursday, and we'll yeah. go in more depth when we actually see yeah. the matchup. That's
3: a good point. Yeah, I say we just touch on some tournament games that we're excited about. We got to. I think we just focus on Northeastern, like the team's going to do. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But Auburn's definitely scary. I mean, they play very similar to Northeastern, so mm. which I think could also benefit us. We've mentioned before that Bill Self is really fucking good when he has, like, four or five days to prep. Yeah. And in yep. his tournament history, like, he's really good in first-round games. He's really good in Sweet 16 games. And he's 2-1 and one in Final Four games. Yeah. But he has, what, how many Elite Eight losses? Six? Six, I think. Yeah, I think he's 3-6 and six in the Elite Eight. Yeah, you get one day of rest, right. and
3: then you play a great team in the Elite Eight. And the yeah. second round, we going lost. to The f- winner goes to the Final Four. We've
1: lost three second-round
3: games? Uh,
1: yes. I think. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's always, like, the second game I feel like it gives some trouble. For sure. So, if it's, like, a preparation thing, if we're preparing for the same style of play, I think that helps us more than preparing for, like, Syracuse in the first game and trying to go against that zone, then going against, like, a man-heavy team, like, two days later. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, if that's one positive, <laughs> even though Auburn's scary as fuck if they're hitting shots he's gonna
3: have a great game plan if you don't think he's thinking right now what we're talking about getting rebounds and having the advantage down low you know something's coming who knows but i'm sure bill will exploit their weaknesses and he's gonna have insane plays drawn up like he did for silvio in the tournament and lobs to udoka i just i think bill's gonna have a great game plan
2: yeah and i think uh this team based off quotes i've seen since selection sunday is like they understand the importance of getting to Kansas City. Dotson's saying something about it, how they wanna be there. And I even saw Dotson like liked a tweet by Jeff Borzello being like, Yo, Kansas gets to if Kansas wins two games, they get to essentially play a home game in Kansas City and like Dotson liked that. So like these dudes I think they feel comfortable in Kansas City and I think they understand like you go and get that win against Auburn, you are very much in the game to make a special run here. So or I guess not against Auburn. Just go win two games. Go win a f- a fourteen team bracket, essentially, right. and get to the freaking Sweet 16 where now all of a sudden you've got the home court. And uh, I think they understand the importance of it, and that is what's important. I'm also worried, though, when you oh, look boy. back to that, uh, this is something that just keeps crossing my mind. When you look back to 2014, if you remember, Joel Embiid had been out due to sitting in the back of A.B.'s car after A.B. picked him up from the hawk. He had, a back, he had a back injury. Um we all said, oh, "Okay, just beat Stanford or beat New Mexico." Or I think it was uh, was it, who was the team? We we're New Mexico. We were yeah. either going to play yeah. New Mexico or Stanford that year. And I, I remember everyone saying, "Oh, we'll just get past those two teams." And then you got Embiid back, and now anything can happen. Right. You can go make a run to the Final Four, and it's like we almost looked too far ahead to that Sweet Sixteen. And that team did not take Stanford serious no. at all. I remember Wayne Selden like laughed in a post game or a pregame thing, and Stanford players said they saw that. So. I don't know. I hope this team doesn't look too far ahead of it, but at the same time, I love that they see the importance and how good of an opportunity it is right. to it get there. It also
1: motivation, too, not even looking ahead because that year might have been a little different because we just had so much talent and we were a two seed. like We mm-hmm. were one of the favorites going into the tournament. So like as a four, you're kind of sitting there like, okay, well, the first game's going to be tougher than as a two, but in the second game, you're like, it's a four versus five. It's a toss-up yeah. anyway. Our motivation is to get to Kansas City, to make this special, not looking ahead like, oh, once we get to Kansas City, we'll be fine. It's let's get to Kansas City to turn this season. That's been somewhat of a disappointment in some people's mind. Oh, we're the team that ended the streak. We didn't win the Big 12 tournament. Let's make something for people, or let's make this team special. Let's make people remember us for something, not as the team that ended the streak, a team that was a four seed, and underdog, went to a Final Four.
2: Exactly, and I, I think you're right. I hope this team does realize they had a shot in the Big 12 tournament to kind of you know, leave a legacy of, hey, we we didn't win the Big 12, but then we went in and we won the Big 12 tournament. And now that didn't happen. So now, I mean, to be remembered, this team has to do something special in the tournament. So I hope they're ready for that. Uh, and I hope they see how great of an opportunity the freaking Midwest Regional is for them, because that you don't get to play in your backyard very often, as we've seen over the years.
3: No, definitely can't look forward. But you just got to play one game at a time. That's what the term it is. Bill says two game bracket. Yep, so three two game tournaments. Yeah. So and also with playing, I don't. Hopefully you guys didn't say this already, but hopefully playing Northeastern and uh, Auburn that would probably get us ready for UNC because yeah. UNC is insanely high paced. Probably the <laughs> highest paced team in the country. I know. And that's how. I mean, that's how Auburn plays. They chuck, running gun. UNC's just like that.
1: Three and D, just go. Yeah.
3: So I think a you beat auburn you have confidence that you can beat anyone because they just won the sec that's full of great teams right now
1: smoke some teams too they beat tennessee, tennessee by like 20
3: today tennessee mm-hmm. kentucky and lsu are two and three seeds right now so yeah. and they just want a tournament full of all those dudes
2: yeah auburn are for sure i mean if you beat auburn you would got to think our confidence would be sky high going into north carolina and obviously well we won't be favored against north carolina it'll be a game where we're underdogs for sure but Who knows? You never know. We still... I've Something I've always said is, like, when you have talent, it feels like talent always comes out in March. Like, Malik Newman, he had all the talent in the world. Everyone knew he was a stud. He didn't always bring it the whole year. But then, on the big stage, he really brought it that year. And I feel like you see that a lot with, like, elite recruits, kind of, that might just sleepwalk through the year. But... I don't know. I think that's possible with Grimes, Dotson, like those dudes, just gonna have big marches. Hopefully,
1: it could be. But then the other side of that is 2014, when Wiggins had four points in the Stanford game, and Wayne Selden had one point. Well, and it's like, and I know that's a little different because Wiggins balled out all year, so it's mm-hmm. not like a Malik or a Q thing where they were, you know, below average all year and then peaked at the right time. Yeah, Wayne is a good example of that though because he was. Going into a freshman year, I was on record saying that he would lead the team in scoring. I was most excited about him. I was oh, way yeah. off on that, but yeah, he just he had a stinker in the tournament. And, I mean, so there's two sides of it. Sure. I think more often than not, it's what you were saying, but it's it's not a guarantee.
2: And I'll say this about Wiggins: I'm as big of a I was a big big Wiggins supporter. You still are, yeah. I mean, the dude just can't <laughs> figure it out in the NBA. But that Stanford, he was taken out of that due to, like, the zone. Like, we did not have an answer for that weird zone Stanford threw at us, and I don't... I remember being kind of annoyed with Bill. Like, we threw Jamari in the middle of the zone for that whole game, and I was frustrated we didn't give Wiggs more opportunities to kind of score. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, there, like we said, freshmen get really nervous for this tournament, so maybe they... Maybe they don't respond well, but I'm just hoping, and I I was more saying that when we get to Kansas City, bright lights, you're playing against UNC, you're playing against dudes you grew up playing against in AAU, like Devon Dotson and Kobe White, I'm sure, have played each other tons of times. Like That's when the bright lights are on, and hopefully when you're a super talented dude, you just come out and ball out in that type of situation.
1: That's what they come to KU for, right?
3: Yep, play in this tournament. Exactly. And you got, I mean, there's a lot of pride, and the fans are, I mean, you want to make the whole university proud, you want to make the coaches proud, and, you never know how they're gonna show up. I mean, you got an elite big man, so if you have guards that can knock down shots, and if they don't, maybe we get the boards and they kick it out and they hit, they hit, they hit a wide open three or something. So yeah. you just never know how they're gonna show up. We said last year if Malik starts doing, if Malik starts going off or not even going off, just having great nights, twenty point nights, that this team's gonna be scary, and that's exactly what he did. And yep. Grimes is showing shades of it right now. Think about Malik. He really started coming along in the Big 12 tournament. And Q had one of his best shooting nights of the season in the Big 12 tournament. So it's March, and balls to the wall, play hard defense, and who knows?
2: Yes. So obviously heading into this whole run we have here, just quickly on paper, here's why this team can make a run. I think we've all kind of covered it in little ways. But just to get it out there, we have an elite point guard. We have an elite big man. We have an elite coach, one of the best in the country. And then we've got some McDonald's All-Americans sprinkled in around them and an elite defender in Marcus Garrett. So it's like if you just look at this team on paper, you take out the injuries, you take everything else that's gone in with this team, it's like this team can really do something if the bracket breaks, if the crowd, and it already has by getting the Midwest. So, like, things are definitely possible. Um, I'm excited. I think we're all excited. We see it potentially happening but you know things could also go horribly but we'll get into all that yeah. moving forward march uh, is so
3: big for guards and we have a great point guard quick point guard and then you have a great big man so what more do you ask for you said great coach dave and q are all mcdonald's all americans dave's starting to play better Q's more confident we got in the perfect region mm-hmm. where you could play in front of uh, in front of basically a home crowd yeah. so yeah right now there's a lot of positives and we made the big 12 championship Yeah. So
2: So let's hopefully ride some confidence going in. But before we I guess we will talk about hopefully we'll have another episode later this week where we talk more about the rest of the run to the final four. Um, Let's get into some gambling. All right, guys, this gambling segment is sponsored by our clothing sponsor over at Crimson Feather Clothing. We've been talking about them a lot on this pod. We love them. I'm wearing their hat right now. Um, For those of you that might be new listening for the first time, go check them out, crimsonfeatherclothing.com. They have an awesome range of gear and have everything you need for game day. They've got polos, hats, pullovers, everything. The brand is awesome. The stuff's even perfect for just hanging out at home or in the office. Um, they sent us a box full of gear. We've been repping it. We really enjoy it. The stuff's really nice. Um, so for during this tournament, they're going to be giving all of our listeners free shipping on all orders, regardless of purchase, until the next game tips. So you have an opportunity, if we're potentially playing like four or five games here, um, to get free shipping on anything you order from them. Use code ain't no seats to get free shipping when we cover um, spread against northeastern looks like it's gonna be around eight points so if we cover that spread make sure you go purchase some uh, purchase some crimson feather stuff and get that free shipping because good teams win great teams cover Crimsonfeatherclothing.com. check them out throw them a follow on Instagram as well crimson feather clothing a B let's do it what do you got for us
1: all right guys let's uh, let's go ahead and give a standings update again. After conference tournaments and stuff,
3: He's uh, so happy to give these standings. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I mean the games played are going to be off a little bit because I had like a six to one that hit, but you guys had a one to one that missed. So it you'll figure it out. I took the lead. I'm thirty seven and twenty seven. Jesus. Ryan's thirty one and twenty seven, and Braden's thirty and twenty eight. <laughs> All because of conference tournaments, <laughs> yeah. Braden went zero for six. Braden is so.
2: I
3: mad. mean, who cares? <laughs> well,
1: I mean, we clearly
2: <laughs> we could. we sat around on a table last week and decided how we were going to do I the standing. Seton Hall.
1: <laughs> so did Ryan. So they did were, I. They Seton were, Hall almost won. Away, yeah. They almost won.
2: Um, it's but like
1: the winner gets like a billion dollars. The
2: thing that's annoying is I openly said that Pride. I loved Iowa State six and one, six to six one to, to one, win yeah. the Big Twelve, and then I was like, oh, I'll take KU because I just hate picking against KU, but. Yeah, so now A.B.'s winning because he hit that 6-1 to one yeah. Iowa State Felt bet. Great too. Yeah. He'd be
3: like one ahead of me Yeah, <laughs> if that didn't happen.
1: But, but, yeah, that's just a little update. So, barring a meltdown, you know, I might be okay for the rest of the year. But
3: Hopefully we have six more KU games to bet on. Yep, true.
1: So. And
2: we'll sprinkle in. We'll make sure there's ways for me and you to catch up, B-Turn. Oh, yeah. We'll sprinkle yeah. in.
1: I mean, we we've got four games here. We'll probably do four or five every episode, I would yep. think. How
3: yep. about Ochai Starts?
1: Oh my God! I already counted those. Yeah, okay, good.
3: That's already. Oh, Ryan took
2: under one and a half Ochai starts. Who cares? Get no, over what it. What
1: a bad line from you guys! I tried <laughs> to make it three and a half. That was a bad line. Too. I
2: thought we did two and a half, but Either yeah, what I hit by a thousand. So. Yeah, thousand. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Tell us what we're gambling on today, AB. All
1: right, guys, we got four games we're gonna go with, and then we'll get into like some Elite Eight, Final Four picks, things like that. Um, but we'll start with the KU game because that's what you guys care about most. KU is, first of all, they open at 11.5 point favorite. Scared. It's all the way down to a, more eight. <sighs> like, Betters are
3: hammering Northeastern, which is. Double scary. digits. Yeah. You got to take double digits, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: That, so, especially a team that, I mean, we've blown teams out at home, but as far as neutral court games and on the road, like we just, not even blow teams out, we just don't win. So, they see the value in that, but I don't, I don't know. We're an eight point favorite with a total of 145.5. I'm going to let you guys take it first because I've been back and forth on this since I saw the bracket. I'll go, go first All right, go on the ahead. spread.
3: I said I was confident earlier. I still am confident that we win. But I feel like most of our games are close. We don't really blow anyone out, especially away from Allen. And Sprint Center is different. We blew, we kind of blew West Virginia out. But this is like a true, like you're 15 hours from home or whatever you said it was, the drive. Yeah, yeah. I think it will be a close game, I think. Northeastern's threes will keep them in minute. I could even see us being up eight late, like with a minute left, and they knock down a few threes. For sure. So I'll definitely take Northeastern plus eight. I can. You want? Should I take? Do the over? Or, right here. Yeah, I'll take over. It's pretty high, but. Right, especially I for can,
1: teams that hit threes. I mean, if they're hitting, it's going over for sure. Yeah. Just so
3: simple math, but. I'll take a eighty to seventy three ku win. Take the over.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, You know, I. it was tough. Obviously, you see that 11 line coming out, and then you see it drop. You start to get terrified. Um, I think I'm taking the Hawks minus eight, and it just kind of goes. You brought up the West Virginia game. This team, I don't think this team plays well against above-average good teams like in Iowa State, but I do think this team can play pretty well against just bad teams. like In the grand scheme of college basketball, Northeastern is a bad team. So um, I'm going to take the Hawks minus eight. I think it's somewhere where we maybe struggle early. The nerves happen. The key is we cannot let them kind of hit threes early and build a lead because that is when this team will start to panic. But I do think I can see an ugly start. Kind of goes with your 11 a.m. unders thing. I think it's just first half of an NCAA tournament game. I see it being ugly close the whole way through and then I'm thinking final you know 10 minutes we kind of pull away win by like uh 12 I'll say 12 um for the over under I'm going to take the hawks or not the hawks I'm going to take the hawks I'm going to take the under in like a I don't know 71 to 60 game 71 59 god that's hard man i think we're gonna hold them to f- that many points well,
1: look at that. they could score 40 if they go like three of 23 <laughs> from three. yeah
2: but i think i'm gonna go with the under i hate betting unders but i just i also hate betting overs in the ncaa tournament especially that first day so right. uh i'll take the hawks minus eight and then i will take the under so complete opposite of what a b or b turnover here did thank god
1: <laughs> um i i've been back and forth on the line for the last few hours, but I think I'm gonna settle on, on k u
3: My guy's been sitting there for two hours thinking about a spread wait he just took k u after claiming on Twitter
2: we'd lose by a thousand
3: instant reactions. <laughs> uh, once I started digging into
1: it, I think we're just we've got really good defenders, right, yeah, and I just think hopefully we can just mark up
3: I'd say one and, really good defender
1: well, I mean Devon's pretty elite right. <laughs> It's yeah, so no, so you're right. We just
3: talked about it. we yeah, got right. good guards. I feel you. We're good so, defenders.
1: And I just think I'm just banking on Northeastern showing up in an environment that they've never played in before on a stage that they've never been on before. Against you know, the blue blood. Right. And just coming out. And sometimes that helps teams, and they just play with absolutely nothing to lose. I think sometimes it also hurts teams to, like, not have that experience, even though they're full of juniors and seniors. They, I mean, they're juniors and seniors that have played in. High school gyms in yeah. front of thirty five hundred people or something. So, I think it might get to them, and I think it might get to us too, which is why I like the under. I'll get to that in a minute, but, um, but yeah, I'll take Ku. I just think we somehow, some way find an answer to their three point shooting, yeah, and they don't get offensive rebounds at all. So, yeah, um, and then I'll I'll take the under. I think was that Mountain Time in Utah or is it Pacific?
2: Seems like Mountain Time. Yeah,
1: but either way, I mean it's it's a, it's either one p.m. or two p.m. Uh. In Salt Lake, when yeah, we play. it's true. Yeah. And that qualifies for my early game under. That's unders. true. It's a good point. So, I mean, I like it until it hits five o'clock. So, I'll take the under. <laughs> I, I, you, you guys see the faces these guys Did are right you
2: under. factor that in sure over sure overboy over there, B Jern? Did you factor in mountain time?
3: No, I better change it to like <laughs> 58, 51 KU. Yeah. Comes 40 points short. Right. Yeah.
1: But no, I'll take the under. Uh, I'm sorry to be right in step with you, Ryan, but thing.
2: Well, we got our, plenty other good. games yeah. for me to gain on you. Yeah. I'm um sure you will. so we're all I mean, we seem all pretty confident we're going to win, right? I guess just looking at it from a win-loss standpoint, we don't see us getting upset in this game. I mean, it's possible if they hit shots, but I think we're all pretty confident that to me a team that does one good thing so well, I think with the coaching staff that we have, we're going to be able to pretty be pretty well prepared for that and i like us to uh handle our business it's just bill like we've said he doesn't take away the two-year stretch where he lost two first round games in a row um he just doesn't lose in the first round very often obviously he's never really has a it's normally like a one or two seed but i don't know i'm confident i refuse to ever think this team's gonna lose in the first round with the talent we have and the coach we have so glad to hear we're all on the same page there at least what else do we got AB?
1: So, we went ahead and picked like three games that stuck out to us, just like random games throughout the tournament. Uh, the first one on that note, we've got Marquette and Murray State. Just like a fun matchup, Marcus Marcus Howard and John Morant. So just, fun. I mean, that's going to be so electric to watch them go back and forth against each other. But uh, that line, Marquette's a four and a half point favorite with a total of 149 and a half.
3: Oh my. <laughs>
1: I think I know where Peter's Brady's going. Face. Do you want to lead us off?
3: What? <laughs> yeah that Sounds line like is we, high we
1: might have a hammer coming
3: <laughs> oh i get to hammer like we can hammer yeah, anything. We hammered
2: yeah. i'm not hammering anything in that ku first round game because no. i don't feel I'll, strongly about anything
3: let's pick the games and then i'll think of a hammer because i'm not cool. i'm yeah. not even sure what all we're betting on but you guys know how much i love jaw yeah i watching morant. him all year like but marcus howard's like one of my favorite guards too so and that's everyone everyone likes watching Jaw morant play and marcus howard play so those two going at it all game is going to be insane. Like yeah. those two, those two could go for forty each. I know like they have. They the might potential. hit the over
2: just on their scoring totals alone. Yeah, they're Imagine. they're both put
3: up eighty. <laughs> they're both capable of putting up thirty plus, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, that matchup's probably got to be my favorite first round matchup for sure. Like you know, the NCA was doing something with that too. Oh yeah, those two guards. But yeah, I'll take. I'll definitely take four and a half. Murray State. Um, yeah, plus four and a half Murray State. Give me Murray State money line. Yeah, that's a good one to put money line down for sure. Yeah. I think Ja, I think Marquette's struggling first off. Yes. They're scuffling right now. They've lost to some bad teams, they lost to Creighton. AB's like, got something yeah, up his sleeve over I, here. I, I, he's just smirking. I'm speechless. When he's looking at me like that. <laughs> but, but so.
1: Hammer. Marquette. Oh,
2: minus four and a half. And then I'm
3: hammering up. Murray State unless right. I change it. You I got think a hammer off. <laughs> I think Murray's <laughs> a little
0: hammer off. <laughs> <laughs> I've I'm got taking some reasoning. Go yeah. ahead. B-turn. Finish. Yeah, why we'll you think? Why, why are you so
2: confident? Or is this, that Jaw Morant
3: is super dope? I just think Jaw gets everyone involved so well. I mm-hmm. think they're gonna have open threes. I think Jaw. Ja's gonna obviously be so hungry to play in this tournament, like just prove to everyone that he can carry a team basically by himself. I think he's going to get people open looks. I think he does a better job facilitating than Marcus Howard. Outside of Marcus Howard, they don't really have consistent scores. Mm. But with Mer- with Jaw, he opens things up, so other guys are going to be open. Obviously, you've got to knock down shots. I just think, I think Jaw will end up winning that game.
1: Yeah. So, you guys touched on how you said Marquette was struggling a little bit. And they were in the regular season, for sure. Like, no doubt about it. I think they lost four in a row. Yeah. Like, all they had to do in their last two weeks was win one game to get a share of the Big East. And they lost out. <laughs> oh, my and God. And they didn't even get a share of the Big East. I so. mean,
2: they were even talking about as a three seed. And they exactly. got a six Or they got a five. So Right.
1: So, but in the Big East tournament, they played St. John's in a road game. St. John's was playing at their home arena at the Garden. And they beat them by 174 points. <laughs> Like it was, I who mean, did it Marquette end up losing to? So they lost to Seton Hall, but even in that Seton Hall game, they were up by like 14. I remember seeing a tweet that Mar- Marquette was up 15, and Marcus Howard had two points. Yeah, like that's kind of why I like Marquette too. Is outside of those two studs, who are the better role players? I'm just gonna go with Marquette on that. I haven't looked into Murray State's role players, but Marquette's a Big East team. They're they're a five seed. They're better. Well, I yeah. think Moran's better than Howard. Yeah, both college and NBA. I'm very excited to watch future Chicago Bulls point guard mm-hmm. go out and ball out. Yeah, but I just I like players two through nine on Marquette better than I like players two through nine on Murray State. And then the other thing, these small lines are so take as a, are, these small lines are tough to take as a dog, because in the NCAA tournament, no one wants to give up. Like they're going to keep fouling until they're down twelve. Yeah. So like it's just, I mean, it could be a game where. A minute left. It's a three-point game, and they foul but like Miranda, seven is the times. The shot they just keep fouling, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean they want to save their season. Exactly. So. I mean
2: the, your point about the two for two through nine being better. I mean that's essentially going to be the case in every single first-round opponent, where a five versus Absolutely. twelve, or a four versus Man. thirteen, or a six versus eleven. Like that's almost always true. So to me, that kind of thing gets thrown out when you make a pick like this in the tournament. I guess maybe not, but. I think I'm rolling Murray State. I think Murray State's winning that game. I think teams like Marquette that struggle um, ending the year the way they have, they don't just all of a sudden click and figure it out. Um, I love the fact that that lines at four and a half. Right? I thought it would be one or two. Yeah, I thought it maybe might a be a pick'em. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe Murray State doesn't win the game, but I love Murray State at four and a half. So give me that. Um, not hammering it though. Are we even picking over-under for that game? Or are we just doing spread? We
1: can just do spread. I don't think yeah. people care enough about the over-under in random games. But yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's cool with me. Either way, I think we're all in agreement that like that's probably the most fun game Thursday. Um, I think it's 3 o'clock. That'll be really... Wait, is that the same time as us? Uh, I
1: was just looking at it. Let me check. Um, I will be upset. <laughs> yeah, so we're 3 but, o'clock on TNT. They're 3.30 on TBS. Cool. I love it.
2: No, that's the we're worst. We're going to
1: have four TVs set up in my living room.
2: Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I just like to be tuned in. I'm never tuned into other TVs while I'm watching KU games. Yeah, we're going to be so point. invested in the KU. Yeah. But, no, it'll be really fun. Uh, what else do we got? What are we betting on?
1: All right, next one, our friends down in Manhattan, Kansas. Hmm. They uh, they opened as a five-and-a-half point favorite against UC Irvine. <laughs> oh, my. Um, it's a small line for 413, which makes me like my pick more. Um, I'll go ahead and lead us off. I'll take K-State minus five-and-a-half. Um, they've just, they've done it before. Part of me all season. I was thinking is if K-State ends the streak, they'll lose in the first round. Cause they'll be like happy with ending the streak and yeah. tech too. They, they celebrated that so hard and maybe they'd be due for a letdown, but I just think, I don't know. It seems like it's gonna be a really popular upset pick. And yeah, for I, sure. I'm just going to take K-State in that one.
3: I'm so happy that UC Irvine's not our 13. Dude. They're They've won 30 games. I know. Yeah, when I saw that four. thing pop up, any team that
2: won 30 games is terrifying.
3: Oh, I don't care who you play. Right. Yeah. When in 30, going 30 and 5 is insane. Yeah. I might have to switch my hammer unless you want to give me two, and then you guys get another one?
2: I haven't even had one yet, but I'm down to do two hammers. A little special edition Jeez. selection Sunday. Ryan, kids are listening <laughs> Double hammer. Uh, go ahead, V-Turn. Your hammer in who?
3: UC Irvine. <laughs> no question. It's literally a home game for them. I love K State. I'm not trying to bash no, I on didn't them. Think about that part. Six
1: hours away. K State got absolutely railed when it came Wait, to Irvine's six hours away from where St. they're yeah, yeah where they're playing. Damn it, that's drivable. So it's, yeah, states <laughs> like 26 hours away. So
3: yeah. So who wants some? You guys want some UC Irvine stats? Sure. Oh Just about their team. Just
1: what I wanted. Beat me.
3: They have nine players. That averaged sixteen minutes or more. So they got nine guys consistently playing. So it's
1: twenty fifteen Kentucky? they do the two five platoon? Platoon system.
3: Eight of the nine are juniors and seniors. Uh oh. Oh, You love that. All of them average five points or more. They've won they've won sixteen straight games. And so they do for a loss. They have a bigger (laughs) enrollment than K State. Wow. So, so I think the fans will go. Why yeah. not? You got ske- you're a 13 seed and you got scheduled in Cali. Yeah,
2: Six I mean, you gotta. It, they're they're Especially gonna have the crowd like
1: Irvine. Those smaller schools. I know Irvine's kind of been in it somewhat consistently, but it's not like KU or Kentucky that's going to be in the tournament every single year. Like you see it when those teams win their conference tournaments. It's like the best days of their lives. So, like, of course they're going to want to go down and see it while they can. You're not going to yeah. get the opportunity to drive six hours to watch your team, your small-ass basketball team, yeah. in the NCAA tournament every year. Yeah, It's like so they're, hard they're, to make the tournament. Yeah, you have to
3: win the conference if you're one of those mid-majors, exactly. pretty much. Unless yeah. you're Belmont.
2: Like, they're not saving their money for a potential Sweet 16 no. run. Like, they their money is being poured into this one game.
3: Exactly. Because it's if they
1: beat K State, it's the most successful season in school history, probably. Yeah.
3: Let's and think about their what their second round matchup would be. Two beatable teams. Wisconsin and Oregon. That slow it down and just play defense. Right. They can yeah. make the sweet sixteen.
2: Yeah. It, and like we said, the crowds in Wisconsin, Oregon. I mean, God, Wisconsin got a tough draw being West Coast. We're not going to talk about the game, but their Oregon's going to have a ton of fans there. Um, what a
3: tough draw for K State. Yeah,
2: tough. And I mean, so we talk about UC Irvine having the crowd. As always, we've talked about it. The four seed will be the favorite. So everyone else in the building will be cheering for UC Irvine if it gets close. Exactly. So yep. you like UC Irvine. Um I like all your points. It makes a ton of sense to me, but it's gonna it's it's one of those picks to me that's too flashy, it's too being talked about too much, I think. And K State's experience. I don't see those guys losing God, but, man, I'm going back and it. forth
1: because they've
3: lost really bad games this year. Oh, And like a lot of it
1: relies on Dean, too. Oh, I know. It's tough. the biggest
3: thing. If he doesn't play, I think UC Irvine's going to win this game. And I
1: <laughs> think if he does play, that line goes to, like, seven and a half or eight, Yeah, I would think. I mean, they're adding—was yeah. uh, he first team all Big 12 or second
3: team? First, two years in a row.
1: Right. I mean, he's very, very good. He changes their whole team. We saw them in non-con without Dean Wade. They were absolutely awful. And then, I mean, even on Friday against Iowa State, there had they had two different stretches. For I mean, like they, 10 scored, minutes. they scored
2: they scored fifty nine points, right?
1: Where yeah. they went like eight minutes without a field goal, two yeah. different times. Like they just become so stagnant, and it's just he's so important to them that if he's back, I could see them like making a Final Four run. If he's not back, they could mm. lose to Irvine. They could, I mean, they lose to anyone, literally. By yeah. the way, a
2: little tidbit for you guys: last time K State won the Big Twelve <laughs> and was highly seeded, they lost in the first round. So. Mm. Uh,
1: Go LaSalle, huh? Yeah, LaSalle, yeah. In Kansas Sprint City Center, too. yeah.
2: yeah. So. I
3: was in I was in Mexico with my K-State family, and we weren't really watching it. And just, their f- <laughs> I felt so bad. Nah. Like, their faces, I told them they lost, and they were like, what? We've been there. Because <laughs> they were, were the, was yeah, K-State we a know. three? It was a yeah,
1: a three versus four, 14. I, I think it was 4
3: was, was it? Yeah, I swear it was three, dude. Because
1: then they would have played, um, who was the dude for Ole Miss?
3: Marshall Henderson. Yeah,
1: they would have played him in the second round, because he was at P&L just getting ham show. Oh, Fairly positive it was four thirteen, and then five twelve up top. Yeah, that was makes it? sense now that you said. Yeah.
2: that. What say if they that? were a six? Yeah, Marshall Henderson was a six. I think. Hold on, where is it? I'm pulling it up, folks. I swear. Sorry for the bad radio. Where is it? Are we making
1: a bet on it if they were four three?
2: Uh, Mississippi. <laughs> They were the 12 seed, yeah, so our I whole point. Oh, Ole Miss was the right. 12 seed. Yeah. They beat the 5, LaSalle was the 13, and K-State was the 4. I remember was 12-13 double digit to get to the...
3: Marshall Henderson I, for was some insane. reason, thought they were 3. Marshall Henderson was doing cocaine and drinking at P&L before <laughs> yeah. the games and God, stuff. He, was so he flipped off watch. the crowd at yeah. Sprint Center or yeah. something. He's
2: unreal. He was so entertaining, but such a scumbag. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: it was so fun to watch for that, like, two-day stretch.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, okay, my official pick is k-state i think they cover i think
3: their experience does it um, but like you said you see irvine it's a flashy pick but still you're going a get amount of points i know it could but, still be close
1: but again like i said earlier irvine comes down and they have again it's even more valid with juniors and seniors yeah when it's like not only is their season ending right now their basketball career is over yeah. right now because they're not good enough to go play in the NBA or go play overseas even probably. Mm-hmm. So literally when they lose in this tournament, they'll never play like a game of organized basketball again. True. So they're just going to want to extend that as much as possible. It could be close and they, K-State wins by 12.
2: Yeah, I still just – I, I kind of think K-State honestly late in the second half runs away with it and maybe wins by double
3: digits. I just – I don't know. It's just tough to trust them without Dean. Yeah, it if is If Dean tough. plays, I'd probably take k State spread. Mm-hmm. And but and right now up too, but. right now they don't have a big that you can rely on levi stockard played okay in the big 12 tournament may ween's super weird you never know what you're gonna get from him but he
1: is a puzzle to figure out man
3: i know cam barry and sneed all played well even Chada played well in the tournament yeah. last year so they got the experience i
1: kept calling jada kobe bryant on friday when did he become steph curry shooting Dude, he was he's like five confident. five three
2: he plays confident he's yeah he's good they're good to have him back um But yeah, I don't know. I don't have. I don't know enough about UC Irvine to be like that's the guy that's going to get it done for them. But it's a scary matchup for K State. I'd be absolutely terrified. I don't necessarily think they're going to lose, but it is. I think the scariest 13 seed anyone got, and I think Northeastern's pretty scary. So, what else we got?
1: A couple more. Wofford Seton Hall,
2: love that game. That yeah. might be my favorite yeah. game of the Very, tournament. Very
1: really excited to watch. I can't even think of the dude from Seton Hall's name. The one that hit that like forty miles
2: power. Gus yeah. Gus oh. Johnson went absolutely bananas.
1: <sighs> and then Wofford's got Fletcher McGee.
2: Yeah, the guy that's feet are never facing the basket when he shoots. It's like one of the more absurd things I've ever seen He's on a so basketball fun court. To watch though, dude. Wofford is good. Kentucky oh, yeah. as a two seed, I'd be scared of Wofford. That's Wofford got a. That's is, a.
3: Is that a pick? No, it's close. I think Wofford's, Wofford's favored. favored, yeah. Wow.
1: They're the 7, you know's the 10. Yeah, but um,
3: One-point spread.
1: Right. But, I mean, Wofford's ranked higher than us in uh, – it's not one point. I just wasn't listening to what you're saying. It's three-point <laughs> spread. It's Wofford minus three. But Wofford's uh, ranked higher than us on Ken Palm. On They're 19, and we're 20.
3: Wow. So, I, yeah, mean, I luckily, mean, that's a tough to play, matchup for Kentucky. I haven't watched Wofford enough. I just obviously we all know who Fletcher McGee is. Yeah, but outside of him, I'm not. Do you guys watch them a lot? Have you? I know they I, played at Allen Fieldhouse. That's but the only game I really I just watched.
2: See, there, I'll, I'll like catch their highlights sometimes on like YouTube or something. And Fletcher McGee's just absurd, and I mm-hmm. fell in love with him. I can't believe how bad he was against us. So oh, he was awful. Yeah, but
1: I mean, they that's and most of the same guys were on the team last year, but they went into Chapel Hill and beat Carolina. Mm-hmm. They hung with Carolina earlier this year. They've played some good teams, so. They, they're, they're tested, they're ready to go. I mean, you don't see teams like Wafford, those smaller teams, be seven seats. Yeah, no, like, it's that just unheard turns out of. good they've been. Yeah,
2: and I mean their losses, like you said, I think it's UNC, KU, maybe Gonzaga. I can't remember. Like they've majority yeah, I mean, of their losses up. are against really, really good teams. So mm-hmm. if I'm Kentucky um, I guess I'll just start. I've got Wofford covering that spread. Uh, I think they roll. I don't think they roll, but I think Wofford is a team that's coming here on a freaking mission. Seton Hall, I don't know. They I know I joked that I thought they'd make the Final Four after that Miles Powell pull-up, but I just think on a neutral floor, Wofford's got the experience. Seton Hall is a team that lost a ton from last year. I've got Wofford rolling in that one, and I've got Wofford giving Kentucky... I don't think they'll win, but I think that Kentucky Wofford game is going to be an absolute be thriller. Exciting, yeah. yeah. It's like almost reminds me of when Wichita State was undefeated and Kentucky, Kentucky was their eight seed. So right. uh, that game could be really fun.
3: I'm going with Wofford.
1: You want to go or you want me to? I'm ready if you're not.
3: I'm ready. Go ahead. I'm going to take Seton Hall plus three.
1: You love your underdogs. I think you're on all dogs so far. Yeah.
3: I think they could easily win, obviously. Right. I mean
1: if you're taking someone plus three, you gotta think they can
3: win. I think Seton Hall's athleticism could be a problem, especially for McGee. I know he shoots in insane like he's never set or he just shoots on the run. Yeah. Yeah. But God I don't know, it's tough. They got a big man that's averaging fifteen and eight for Wofford So yeah. And then they got a couple white guards that can shoot. They're all like forty five percent from threes. So good, dude. They could. That's a team that could go on a run if they just get hot. That's the that's March for you.
2: If Wofford was a seven seed in like say Michigan's bracket, I think I'd be all over Wofford making a Sweet Sixteen or even an Elite Eight run oh, because yeah. they're good. But Kentucky, I just think's too talented. I think they'll beat them, yeah. but it'll be tough.
3: I like the points though for Seton Hall. Okay, take plus three.
1: So Ryan asked about it earlier, but their four losses, Wofford's four losses. Uh, they got North Carolina to go to Wofford and play there. Yeah, which I remember is that bonkers for yeah. that to happen. Uh, but Carolina beat them by 10. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma and Norman, mm-hmm. a tournament team. They lost to KU by 25. But that game was – it was close. It was like yeah, we went game. on like a 26-0 run yeah, in the second literally half. Literally like almost 30 nothing run. Yeah. And uh, then their last loss was at Mississippi State, who's also a tournament team. Yeah. So their only yeah. four losses this year. They ran the table in their conference, which was a good conference. Furman was on the bubble. UNC Greensboro was on the bubble. UNC Greensboro should have got in. Right. They. In East Tennessee State, I mean, they've made the tournament a couple, like, two or less, three years, or something like that. Like, that conference is fairly good for being one of the lower, like, lower majors. And they ran the table and had no issues. So, I mean, they're good. They're ready to go. With all that being said, give me Seton Hall. (laughs) Um, I like the star power. I think Powell could go for 35 and just carry a team to win. That's kind of what happens in March is just, I know I just talked about two through nine. But, I mean, Seton Hall is just a bigger basketball school. Yeah, for sure. talent-wise, they probably have it now, experience and, Whatever, but I'll take Seton Hall. Probably take a money line, like yeah. I am saying. But
2: I need to, I need to hammer something. I'm going to hammer Wofford. Just want that on record. Hammering right. the Wofford Terriers.
1: Good luck. We got one more game. Kay. I haven't told you guys about this one yet. Ooh! But this is my favorite game of the first weekend, so I'm going to lead it off. LSU is an eight point favorite against Yale. Um, I know I was high on LSU last pod. Mm. <laughs> things happen. Change my mind a little bit. <laughs> Uh, then I watched Yale put up ninety seven points yeah. and shoot sixty five percent from the field today in the conference tournament. Give me Yale plus eight, hammer that, and give me Yale money line as well. That's a fourteen <laughs> over three. I I can't wait to gamble. There's one more. That game is at eleven forty AM. So
3: Thursday or Friday?
1: Thursday, I think. Let me double check. Yeah, Thursday. I, it's the second game of the tournament. So
3: you'd have to tell me more about Yale. That's so tough. I mean, I don't they haven't watched them
1: today. So yeah. you
2: you just gonna make your pick,
1: Yale? I'm basing my pick off of them shooting sixty percent against Harvard. Okay, because when I think Ivy League, I think like forty three, forty two, and then they had that in the first half. So,
2: all right. Well, I'm going to go the complete opposite way of you. The Holy fact that they shit. shot sixty percent in the title game, um, I don't see them doing that again. And like we've said, you've got to be extremely hot to upset really good teams in the tournament. LSU is good. Um, I don't think Yale is doing that again. I also hate Yale because they won a few years ago in an upset. They beat, beat Baylor. Baylor yeah. uh, I don't see them putting up two upset wins in the span of like four, three, four years. So, That's fair. Um Give me LSU. I didn't even hear the points. Eight? Eight, yep. Give me LSU. I like a minus eight. I think they're going to maybe play with a little chip on their shoulder just with Will Wade being out. I don't know. You could look at that two different ways. They don't have a head yeah. coach. I don't see them making a far run a long run but i do think they'll be certainly good enough to beat yale give me lsu minus 8 b turn
3: what's the over under on that by the way did you say it
1: uh no let me pull it up
3: man they score i just look at their schedule holy shitter 155 <laughs> higher 158 higher oh my 160 a little bit higher what 161 160 and a half <laughs> Wow,
1: that's both teams in the 80s.
3: Like you ever thought I was going to guess the half there? <laughs> I just start going 89 and a half, 169 and a half. Yeah, one sixty and a half
2: and a half is unreal.
3: That's crazy. I was, I was just thinking. I bet both teams score 80. I don't think they probably no none of them play defense. Yeah. I know LSU's. They got a lot of length, but right. I'll just take Yale plus eight. I have no insight. I just looked at their schedule. They, score a, the they score a lot of points. So, yeah, I'll take <laughs> Yale plus eight.
1: A little backdoor cover? Yeah. They just get hot late and they just keep scoring. So. Well, not
3: backdoor if you think they're going to win. Well, I'm saying for your sake. For your sake. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: well, you know. Fun game. that I did not realize that the over-under would be that high,
1: so that'll be electric. Can't
2: they wait. They just
3: scored 80-plus in every game in their conference tournament.
1: <laughs> That's going to be a tough way for me to go first half under if I end up doing it since it's one of the first games of the tournament. You have to. If you don't bet every first gonna half under. It's going to be like first half 75-and-a-half or some shit. Yeah. Which wow. Bananas. But
2: That'll be fun. Looking forward to the, just that those first two days. So uh,
1: you guys want to do some Final Four picks?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: I, I can lead it off. You we want, do let's it? do it by region. By region? Yeah. Okay. Start with the east, I would assume, because it's the first.
2: Yeah. Might All as right. well do it how the bracket goes.
1: This is so chalk, and I hate it, and I hate that I have this team going. I'm going to take Duke over Michigan State. I just think that region's so soft, and I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know who other than those two teams are going to make a run. Yeah. Like I'm, if I think Yale's going to beat LSU, then the 3C's not going to make a run. Do we think Virginia Tech's going to beat Duke on a neutral?
3: No. Mm-mm. No.
1: And, like, I just. Who's Duke going to lose to?
3: Only if if, um, if Virginia Tech gets their point guard back. They got who knows? Justin Robinson's back. Yeah, He's Robinson's cleared. back, so okay. who knows? Fun
1: fact Zion's back for Duke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <When Vazak laughs> but that's, Zion I'm, was out.
3: I'm just saying that might be the only oh, chance because yeah. Virginia Tech's pretty good. They got some shooters. Definitely. Outlaw so wet. Yeah, but and they know
1: each other well, too. Yeah. They're in the same conference, so.
3: Yeah, they hang out with each other every day. Yep. yep, all the time. Um east it's like impossible not to take duke mm-hmm. just looking at it yeah um i didn't want to go one and two like every region so i just went with duke over lsu yeah i think i think michigan state's beatable i think lsu could i think lsu's pretty solid i mean if that guy if smart plays i'm sure he's gonna play if he played in the yeah, he's sec it. tournament so just I think shit by the way what the fact yeah that
1: he got cleared in like six hours after we waited <laughs> 12 years for Silvio to get yeah. suspended for, like, a decade.
3: I think, awesome. LS, I think LSU can beat Michigan State, so I took that. I think Duke's going regardless, so...
1: Yeah. Watch, watch it unfold for Duke where Yale goes to the Elite Eight, and they just play, like, 9 seed, 12 seed, 14 seed to get to the Final Four.
2: Yeah, I I agree. It. I feel bad for Michigan State. I think they got shafted. I don't think they should have been with Duke. I think they were... Should have been the, f- I think they were the sixth team or were they fifth? But sixth. Yeah, yeah. Somehow they end up with Duke as their one seed. That sucks for them. I think those two are no brainer. Elite Eight, Duke versus Michigan State. Um, I just don't think Michigan State has the talent to beat Duke. Uh, I've got Duke going to the Final Four for sure out of that. Um, don't really have any big upsets I see there. Maybe Maryland over LSU. I uh, don't love Maryland, but I also just... Everything going on with LSU right now is just weird, so I don't know. But duke Michigan, State, give it to me.
1: Okay, so uh, then we're going... South. South? Yeah. Okay, I'll lead off with the South.
2: He's got some takes for the I South. I some
1: takes. Two takes. I've been high on Virginia all year. I think they make it to the Final Four. But I think... And we kind of talked about this once the bracket broke. I think Cincinnati's getting to the Elite Eight. Um, they're solid. Just won their conference tournament. Beat Dominated Houston. And the way it unfolds for them location-wise, they play in Columbus for the first weekend. That's an hour-and-a-half drive. And then the, they would play in Louisville for the regionals, and that's an, also an hour-and-a-half drive. Yeah. Oh. They're playing four home games.
3: Right? They're not a bad team exactly. either. We saw them beat a great Houston team today. They dominated them. Yeah. Cumberland's really good. I almost took – I didn't even have uh, Cincy in my Elite Eight in here, but I literally thought about just – putting them in the final four just for the hell of it. Right. I think that would be an awesome future bet, too. There's some value behind it. They could lose first round easy, but I went with... God, it's so hard not to pick Virginia in this one, and this did, region. did you
1: even finish? Yeah. Virginia over Cincy. Okay. Sorry. But
3: I went with Tennessee over Virginia just for the hell of it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee's obviously a good team. Experienced. Yeah, experienced, too. They get rebounds. Virginia's tough not to take, but I just... For now, I don't really want to put a bunch of one seeds in the final four.
2: No, I mean I love Tennessee. I think I've got Tennessee over uh, Virginia as well. But I will say, I think K State's getting to the Sweet Sixteen. I don't think they can beat Virginia, but if they get through like a Wisconsin and then they or an Oregon and you know they get to Virginia and Dean Wade comes back, and a, that game will be so gross. A game in the fifties probably. And I think in a game in the fifties, anything can happen. And you factor in the fact that K State has experience. I wouldn't count out K State beating Virginia there, but I don't know. Too much would have to happen for that to go down. I think Virginia gets the Elite Eight, plays Tennessee, and I love this Tennessee squad. I love them. That do or that Tennessee Kentucky game the other day was awesome. Admiral Schofield's a stud. Grant Williams a stud. Give me Tennessee over Virginia to the Final Four.
1: Respects. Then we'll go Midwest, I guess. Yep. Just keep going down. Yep. Uh Midwest, I did Kentucky over Carolina. Um, I know that's chalked for the Elite Eight again. But I mean it's there's
3: so many top heavy teams that right. The and one I, and twos are amazing.
1: Yeah. I want to be confident in KU, but if I'm looking at it realistically, I'm not sure we're gonna make an Elite Eight run. Yeah. We could, certainly possible, but I mean, hell, we're talking how we could possibly lose to Northeastern. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be safe, take Kentucky over Carolina, throw a two seed in there instead of a one seed. So
3: Yeah, think about the twos this year, you could make a case for most of these teams being like a one. Yeah. Like Kentucky could ease Kentucky and Tennessee could've easily been a one. Michigan mm-hmm. State too. Yeah. I thought they
1: were gonna be the final one. Crazy
3: how top heavy it is, but I actually I had the same game as you. I'm sticking with UNC. Your team it's been, yeah, that's been I've been so high on them all year, you guys know that. Um yeah, I got UNC over Kentucky. I thought about putting maybe Houston or Iowa State down there. Just because of sprint center factor, who oh, knows? Yeah. Shayok's so good too. God,
1: he can carry a team. If they get
3: to KC, they have as good a chance as anyone, probably. For sure. But so, yeah, I just went. That's another one good and two.
1: future bet, I would think. I was getting to Final Four.
3: Yeah, that
1: would be an insane run by
3: them. We need to look at
2: those odds tonight. Yes, yeah. we need. Maybe we all chip in some money and go in the to future together. Don't we'll hate find it. a couple we like. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's tough, man. I'm. I know KKU he's got. I know wrong. he's got
3: KU in the Elite Eight.
2: I you're right. Oh my god. I've got KU in the Jesus. elite. 8 I've got them playing Kentucky. But hear me out. I'm not going to lie. North Carolina, Utah State second round matchup. Holy shit. I love this Utah State squad. They beat uh Nevada late in the year. You remember that? Smoked they pretty much smoked them. Utah State's a good team. They're playing really good. They just won the Mountain West tournament. Utah State would be a I think they're the scariest 8 seed in the tournament I for was any 1 say, seed. I was um, going to
3: say, out of all the 8-9 matchups, I think if UNC gets Utah State, that's going to be the toughest one. I mean,
2: just think about it. We have Nevada as a 7-seed. You look at Nevada, like, that's a scary 7-seed, right? But then Utah State's one seed below them, and they just beat Nevada. Then they won the conference tournament that Nevada's in. So I'm just picking this because I'm not kidding. I think there's a chance Utah State beats North Carolina in the second round. Um, well, and then,
1: Off the top of my head, I think there's, like, this trend where at least one of the one seeds doesn't make it to the second weekend like Every year, almost mm-hmm. yes. So, like, then you got to look. I don't think Duke's losing to an eight seed.
2: No,
3: I don't. I think, think... Duke and Virginia are locks to make the second weekend. Maybe yeah.
1: Virginia's past kind of has me skeptical, but I think I still think they're the best team in the country.
2: I just think Virginia playing so. Ole Miss and Oklahoma. Neither of those two teams no. seem like teams that'll beat Virginia. Not. So, yeah, and that's another thing I'm kind of going with. It just feels like something crazy is going to happen. I think it North Carolina. Does. I think everyone is so high on North Carolina, rightfully so. They've looked amazing, but I don't know. I think they, North Carolina, people forget, like, at at home this year got the doors blown off them by Louisville. Like, they have games oh, where things just don't, smacked. yeah, just don't look
3: good for them. So They rely on scoring so much. If they have a bad shooting night, they play a really good defensive team. I mean, they lost to Virginia.
2: Yeah, so even if North Carolina does get to the point where they, that most likely, if we make it there, we're probably going to play them. Give me the Hawks. Hawks in Elite Eight, and then I'm riding that confidence, and we get to the Elite Eight, but... I'm taking Kentucky. I think Lexington, I think those crowds will travel travel really well as, for them, so I think we'd lose that Elite Eight game.
3: I got – oh, I already went.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: Jesus. You already went. So it's uh, out west now.
3: You were looking at me. I thought it yeah. was my turn or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> out west, I went a little – quite a bit different than what I've been doing the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, give me Texas Tech over Florida State <sighs> in a 3-4. Yeah. That was almost um, my elite eight game. I love
2: that. I love Florida State.
1: Yeah. And Tech's really good. I mean, I know they just lost to West Va, but I think that might wake them up a little bit. They were kind of due for a loss anyway, so they mm-hmm. finally get one off their backs and yeah. can come in with a fresh mindset. They've got shooters. They play amazing defense. Defense travels, always keep them in games. Moretti will hit some shots. They've got a lottery pick. They're just, I think they're really good. And obviously, Beard's one of the hottest coaching games out there. So They're rested. Yeah. I got a couple extra days, so.
2: Yeah, I'm going – I Plus agree. close to home in Tulsa. Yeah, I agree. I think Tech is getting to the Elite Eight. I don't like Michigan. I think it's possible Michigan loses to like Nevada or even Florida in that second round. I'm not big on Michigan, so I think Tech to the Elite Eight is pretty strong. I wanted to pick Florida State over Gonzaga, but just the fact that Florida State beat Gonzaga last year, I don't see it happening again in the Sweet 16. So I've got Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. And I'm taking Gonzaga to make the Final Four. I think they're due to be back. Mark Few's only been there one time. He's been upset a lot, and I think they're just really good. And I think that uh, conference tournament loss might screw them over, or kind of might get them going again for the uh, tournament.
3: So give me the Zags to the Final Four. I actually got the old Florida State Seminoles going to the Final Four. I like that. I did um, over Michigan. I just think Michigan has a lot of older guys: Simpson, Matthews, all those guys. Made played in the championship game last year. There's a lot could, of rematches
1: in that region. Did Florida State and Michigan play each other in the lead Eight?
2: Yeah. Mm, yes, they did. Wow. Yeah. So
1: Florida State has the same run as they did last year. Gonzaga and then Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
3: I think Gonzaga's. God, they're so good. I yeah. still think they might be the best team. I know Duke's a whole other level with Zion, but well, they just got Killian and
1: Tilly back too. And I kind of yeah. just wanted to Gonzaga. go with a
3: seed outside of having all ones and twos. Yeah. This isn't my official bracket, but I also almost had. This is kind of crazy, but Buffalo and the Elite Eight, yeah. them or Tech. Yeah, Tech-Buffalo would be a weird, crazy game.
1: Their styles clash so yeah. much. I hope we get that. That's, those are always my favorite, two completely different styles going against
3: each other. Yeah, a team that just runs and then another team that plays Play amazing defense. defense and it's yeah. pretty slow, but yeah, I took Florida State over Michigan, so I got a Final Four of Duke, Florida State, Tennessee, and North Carolina.
1: Yep. What's yours, A.B.? Uh, Duke, Texas Tech, Kentucky, and Virginia.
2: Okay, I've got Duke. Gonzaga. I don't know why I did in that order. Duke, Tennessee, uh, Kentucky, and Gonzaga. I wrote this all completely out of order. Duke Gonzaga would be super fun semifinal, and so would Kentucky Tennessee. Getting to see them for the fourth time, I well, would then take. Them? Yeah, I would take Duke to play Kentucky in the title game, and give me Duke. I just Coach K. You know how he gets the calls in the Final Fours. He oh, gets his God. way. Um, shouldn't have beat Wisconsin. It's just gonna work out for Zion. It just feels like Zion's gonna be God. the guy at the end of
3: the tournament, just like it was with Anthony Davis. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, good point.
3: I'm taking Duke. Duke this year in the tournament for me is like when Kentucky was undefeated, and you just want to see them lose, and I you'll know. be so happy. It's going to be so I just awesome. that year I didn't. I just didn't want Kentucky to win it. No, I never do. I run I was the so table. Happy when
1: Wisconsin beat them. Yeah. yeah, I was getting so amped. but know. then it
2: immediately like. Punches in the face by, uh oh, wait, now Duke's going to win the national title? Right. Like Wisconsin should have won. The basketball gods totally messed that up. Yeah.
3: But whatever. But who do you got? i have an important champion. I have the best title game. Oh boy.
2: Carolina Duke? Yep. UNC, you got to ride
3: with the team that I wanted to take to win it all. If they win it all, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll be so mad. But Didn't just because. Yeah, throw. I know. 20 to 1. But yeah, UNC over Duke in the title game. God, that would fourth, be so fun, yeah. got to be electric. A yeah. fourth UNC Duke game this right. year. Yeah,
1: um, I've got Duke over Tech and Kentucky over Virginia. Same matchup as Ryan, but I got Kentucky winning it. Wow, you're not going with Virginia. You've rode no, Virginia the whole year. I know I did. Um, but you have
3: Kentucky. You have Kentucky winning it. No, I've got Duke
2: Kentucky over Kentucky. It. He's got Kentucky beating Duke.
1: And like, I kind of think like I'm a big fan of trends, and I just don't think. Every single time Duke goes to a Final Four, they're just going to win it all. That's true. They're so due for a loss on Final Four weekend. That is true. They yeah. haven't
2: lost since Duhan banked that three right. in like 05 or whatever. He's beat R.J. Barrett and Kentucky. Zion
3: before even the Final Four.
1: Well, Gonzaga already did.
2: Gonzaga could beat him, in the, but, yeah, it's
1: tough. So, And I just think Kentucky's real good. They're starting to get healthy. They finally got Reed Travis back. Cal's going to get a second one at some point. Maybe mm-hmm. he gets a second and then goes to the NBA, or yeah. I don't
3: know. Yeah, PJ Washington and Travis is a dirty front. Court. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Kellen Johnson,
2: know. hero. Like they play I mean, they lost that Tennessee game, but they looked as good as anybody right. in the country. Like those two teams are playing at an elite level. That's why I wanted to see them in the final four.
1: Plus, like outside of I mean, it's gonna suck watching probably my two the two teams I hate the most playing for a national title. Yeah. But just like in terms of basketball, like those may be the two best programs in college basketball, like in the country.
2: Wrong.
3: Well, I mean Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs>
1: biased I would say KU but yeah. you know what I mean like they're at least two of the top five yeah for so sure just, like seeing two, like top two three. absolute blue bloods just going at it for a title yeah Duke and C would be awesome but like Duke Kentucky is just we saw it this year already and Duke blew the doors off of them yeah I don't know that I just, would be I think yeah. Kentucky might be there for some revenge and I would love
2: knows. to see either like what we've all got Duke North Carolina Duke Kentucky either way that would be incredible for college basketball just College basketball needs more popularity, and I think Zion, as much as I hate it, Zion continuing to play in the tournament, getting farther and farther, I think that does good for college right. basketball as much as it sucks. That Imagine it's those
1: ratings for that Final Four.
2: I know. A Duke-North Carolina national title game. I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. That's crazy. As good as those teams are every year, that that hasn't happened. But right. either way, it's— Crazy realistic
3: shot this year. you got to win five games, but they're both yeah. one-seeds, so who knows. Right. Yep. And on the other sides of the bracket—
2: yeah so man i don't know we've gone on quite a bit here we will definitely be having episodes for you guys after the game thursday i believe i think we've got some studio time booked so we should be here after the hawks hopefully beat northeastern and we'll be able to kind of start prepping for the matchup saturday against either auburn or new mexico state uh we'll be back i don't know b turn a b you guys got any last thoughts
3: I just want to say best time of the year for anyone that watches basketball. I feel like can't wait to start watching. Hopefully we win, so we'll keep watching the tournament, but can't wait and just the most exciting time for KU fans. Hopefully we go on a run. Yeah. So. Don't really have anything else to add to that. It's best time of the year.
2: For sure. Let's lose some money. Let's gamble lots, and uh, let's hopefully see the Hawks go out and uh, make a big-time Final Four run. But I think that's all we've got. Go, as always, go follow us on Twitter. We've also, we're going to be doing a bracket challenge. I forgot to touch on that. We're going to be doing a bracket challenge. AB, I think, is going to be sending out... Invites, but we can invite up until like probably Thursday oh, we or Wednesday night. Game start on um Thursday. it's ten dollars an entry. You Venmo it to A B. We will uh he'll send you an email to get into it. It'll probably have like a password you gotta use or something. Yeah, yeah. Um but and we'll invite
1: get... your friends. I mean it doesn't have to be K U only. Invite yeah. whoever you want.
2: Yeah, we hopefully this will be a huge cash prize. We don't even know how we'll do it. We'll probably do like first place gets quite a bit and then second place, maybe third place yeah. gets money back or we'll something. We'll
1: wait and see how many people join it to decide payouts, but it'll be We'll, we'll make it work.
2: Yeah, so for sure, do that. I think all you got to do is uh, DM us your email on Twitter. Our DMs are open, so anyone can DM us your email, and then B turn or AB will send you an email, so uh, an invite. So looking forward to that. That should be a lot of fun, and I think that's all we got. So fun week ahead. Let's go Hawks! I hope we do some damage, and I hope we have a lot more episodes coming about this tournament with you guys. So that's all we got. Rock chalk Jayhawk.